Hi, I'm Keegan, and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is our 112th episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse, 20th Anniversary Edition. The Green Dragon. I'm going to go around and have my players introduce themselves. I'm Tyler, and I play Kyle, also known as Guards the Low. He's a Philodox of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Korra. She's an Aruna in the Geta Fenris. Hi, I'm Adam. I play Mark Guides the Fallen, and he's a third of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Sean. I play Zeb, Speaks in Sweet Whispers. He is a Theurge of the Silent Striders. Hello, my name's Thomas. I play Dimitri Howells in Memory, Lupus Galliard of the Bone Nars. Hi, my name is George. I am playing William Grows Matrices. He is a Foster and Arun of the Glasswalkers. Last time, the packs were confronted by a black spiral dancer who con- who transformed Dimitri to look like him while it hid in the shadows. The group attacked their own ally, and as Dimitri went down, the spiral attacked Kyle before being killed by the group, and Dimitri barely making it out with his own life. The packs then continued along the various paths, finding kinfolk trapped by several spirals. After defeating the spiral Cleoths, they informed the human kin that they were going to get them out of there before three kin opened fire and threatened to burn the rest. With quick thinking and quick claws, the packs were able to defeat these three kin and save the remaining 10. Cora Two Hearts now begins her march with 10 kinfolk down the poisonous trails of the Black Spiral Dancer Hive, while the others continue on and find three Garu chained to the wall with silver and explosives. Thanks to Mark Guides the Fallen's use of jam technology, they were able to disable the explosives and get the chains off their comrades, and now they begin to lead them into the inn that was controlled by Black Spiral Kin. Cora. You continue on with the kinfolk. They all start breathing. They're all breathing quite heavily, as if they'd been jogging for a little bit. As one of them kind of peeps up with an almost mouse-ish voice, given their fear of their relatives. Can we, can we take a, a short break? My, my legs really hurt. Is this a place we've already cleared out? For now. For now, okay. Cora will turn around and not necessarily shout because she doesn't have to, but um, loud enough for everyone to hear. Just raise your hand if you need a break. Several of them kind of raise their hands. They they are all breathing really heavily and okay. their arms are kind of shaky. You've got about a mile left. You're getting close to those drums of chemicals and... Okay. Cora will... Um just look around at all of them see how tired and exhausted they are and like nod for a minute rest for three to five minutes max we have to keep going as fast as we can to get you out of here this place is probably not going to be safe for long they they, they, uh, thank you as she kind of sits down as she kind of bends over as she tries to sit back it sounds like twigs snapping as she collapses backwards and starts to scream holding her legs as some of the others try and waddle over to her and pick her up and you hear 
Korra with your Garu hearing the strain in the bones in their arms before their arms snap as you hear several people screaming about how their bones feel like they're on fire. And the one gal who collapsed starts convulsing and screaming as the weight of her body seems to be pushing down and bending her bones that seem weakened and dissolved within her body. As others, one kind of runs to rush over and you see her kneecap slip and the bones break. As she collapses and her jaw hits the ground, you see teeth go flying as they're partially rotted now and the jaw breaks from the small drop. One of them puts their arms out to stop and both their arms break. As all of them are on the ground screaming, you hear one of them going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I ran away. Oh, oh, my bones are on fire. Screaming, flailing as bones start breaking in the flails and the convulsions, foam dripping from the mouth as you see shards of half-dissolved bone cracking from the face, cutting, cutting skin, piercing blood vessels as blood runs down their face. Down oh, here. Oh, the poison! Shit. God damn it. That was the only place that was safe. Is there anyone who's not suffering from this right now? They're all convulsing. You could use your one mother's touch for the day, and then you would have to carry them while the others died. I guess, I guess saving... Saving one is better than saving none. Yeah, I guess I'll try using my one mother's touch for the okay. day. You will have to pick them up off the ground. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm assuming you are. Yes. As you pick them up, you do feel their spine, because of the weight of their body in your arms, mm-hmm. snap. And their legs go limp. As they start screaming and begging you to stop, they, they're sorry they failed the test. I need you to roll intelligence empathy diff five because they don't have rage to try and heal them and a point of gnosis two gnosis if you want to uh stop the back paralysis or the permanent paralysis yeah i'll do that okay well they're not dying they you see the poison is gone from the system but all the bones are still broken though the bones are recalcified as the person's eyes close as they go into shock and they pass out, but they are stabilized and they won't die. Okay. I will try to keep them as warm as I can because you're supposed to do that with shock uh, in my fur (laughs) and carry them the last mile up. Okay. I'm going to check real quick if things go bad. There is a... 90%. One in six, there is a six percent or a one one sixth percent chance or one sixth chance that you bump into some something you don't want to. So if this rolls a six, no, you are able to get back unscathed. You specifically, uh, uh not the <laughs> not the kinfolk. Yes, not the kinfolk. Meanwhile, at the inn. You guys get the last two, the last Garu there as they breathe softly. Thank you, brethren. Oh. As they're in glabro form to keep themselves regenerating. Are, are you alone? Did you, you can't, who did you come with? I hate to do this, but before we answer any of your questions, we'll need you to answer ours. All right. Can you give me your names? Yes, I am Trevor Three Talon. 
as you notice that he is missing two fingers on his right hand. I am Wind's song. Said as another. And the last one says... Moon's fickle step. Out of character, are any of these names... I mean, they're not names that I, the player, know, but are any of them names we should know from our cairn or allied uh, ones? Give me a intelligence occult diff 8 or an intelligence garu lore diff 6. Uh, Kyle will put that question to the group, as he uh, <laughs> does not have occult or garu lore. <laughs> well, fortunately I have... A lot of intelligence. Is genetic memory, or is this just the fact that any of us would have the knowledge to roll? The knowledge to roll, yeah. Okay. I can go ahead and roll it. Dimitri, I'll give you uh, two bonus dice because you're a galliard. Oh, boy, howdy. There you go. I was going to say, I am smart. We fixed that brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) You've heard of them before. They're up-and-coming foster, and they passed their... You'd heard some songs about them recently. Uh, Dimitri will speak up and say, I've, I've heard of you three before. I've heard a few songs about you. They're foster. Guides of Fallen will kind of approach and ask, uh, Do you know if the Black Spirals performed any rites upon you? If, they, if they've done anything to you? Torture. They splashed us with something to make our regeneration harder. Kept eating away at our bones. Kept us in Glabro so that if we shifted out of it, we'd die. So we couldn't slip out in Hamid form, but we couldn't shift up to break free, or the silver would cut into us. How long have you been here? I don't know. I haven't seen Helios in some time, and it's hard to keep track of days and nights. Then what was the last date you remember? I would say, hmm, April 4th? It's been some time then. Kyle, are we done with these questions, or is there more? I suppose that's enough, for now. All you need to know is that we're not leaving immediately. We aren't, at least. We're taking this hive. Thank Gaia. Do you still have enough strength to fight? Give me, give us a few moments to regenerate a bit. We're very tired. As you hear Gudrill kind of growl. Let them sleep. They've earned it. They've given us information. As you see four Garu enter, all of them in Hispo coming from the streets their rusted brown fur gleaming like dried blood. I think that's fair enough. They deserve rest after what they've been through. That they do. Says the apparent leader. Griffin provided they'll be able to hunt and kill another day. More killings for you, Red Talon. Many killings for me. We plan to go forward. I am Night Hunter, Athro of the Red Talons. We are Gaia's Inferno. I am Mark Guides the Fallen, a Fomori's Bane, child of Gaia. This is my packmate, Garcelo, Philodox, and these are our allies, the Ill Omen. We've heard of you. Shall we continue on? We will join you. Louis looks up and goes, Hey, since we've got some people here, do we want to try and find a good outcove to create a safe zone? I know that... The rite of cleansing calls every worm beast around, but we did want to create safety zones cleansed of toxins and worm taint, right, for some of our warriors to heal? I agree. We should. We could probably do it here, or nearby. And we have the Red Talons to support us for the summit, for the rite. Exactly what I thought. I think we should go a little further in, since we're so close to an exit. Coming up here is its own sort of safe zone, right? 
So we need to have one built into the hive somewhere so that we have somewhere to go without having to try and rush towards an exit. At least that's my thought, my thought process. Perhaps somewhere closest to the heaviest fighting. That way during the ride, there won't be that many to deal with. It's a good idea. Let's see, we're... We'll have to figure figure something out. I know that we've I've got a bit of an idea of where we are at, but we know that we can get to Stallion Steve's through the surface a little quicker if a few of us as he looks over at the Red Talons choose to take their hominid form. From there we could try and move in a little closer to the main mine area where the main force is. And that way when we we reconvene with them, or if we have to split up for different attacks, we can direct them to our safety zone. Sounds like a good plan. It does give up our advantage from pincering. Yeah, but the pincering was based on the idea that they might not know we were coming. Then I don't see any problem with right. that plan. One thing crosses my mind, and that's we have an, we have an area here, and, and Louis, if we find a place to secure something fairly close but still elsewhere, we're going to draw things to us, or we draw a whole lot more against the main force. And I feel like one of those maybe drawing something away and something towards us on a smaller scale would be better than just bringing heat upon the main element that's coming through. It still affects the enemy that's here. That's, that's a fair observation. Perhaps we could go in and disable the bombs where you found the, where we found the kinfolk, and then cleanse that area. I think that would work well. I agree. All right, let's go. Let's climb back down. As they all leap down and start following you, as all the red talons are clearly on edge and clearly angry, as you start making your way back, Cora, you get to Stallion Steve's as you enter the the closet and place down your. Your kinfolk. Do they seem stable enough to be here? Yeah, they're they're stabilized. They they've stopped dying. They're just Indeed. going to be in a whole lot of pain the second they wake up with broken legs and arms. So I kinda need help making a decision here. Leaving them here in the closet would kinda be cruel, but it would be the fastest way for Cora to get back to the group. But I'm wondering if there would be another place I can take this this kin so that they'd be safe, wouldn't draw a whole lot of attention when they woke up, or would be taken care of when they woke up, because no one came in on this side with us other than who's with the, the group. Um, so I'm kind of stuck between those choices, really. Any ideas? I mean, I'm. I think that you could probably take them like five feet outside the closet, because I mean, theoretically, this is still like a casino, right? Like there will be people walking around. But quickly. there's cameras. Yeah, the cameras are probably back up, and um, when they wake up, or if someone comes across them, and they're near the closet, that's kind of the first place I'd look. I think stealth has gone out the window. If you appear on camera with a beaten up body and your goal is to save them, just put them out there and then go back to it. It it the the surprise is gone. We're okay. not we're not keeping the secret anymore. And okay. like just don't go out in Krynos. Like Sure. Stay in Hamid and you've protected the veil. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Once they're in the closet, Cor will switch down into Hamid form and carry the person out into the hallway and shoot back into the closet and cry okay. us again and 
dexterity medicine because now you're not as strong, so you have to hold them a bit more gingerly to not pr- create additional injuries. Okay. Div six. We have dots of medicine granted to us by Bear. Feel free to use those now. I'm thinking add two. All right, you you succeed as you place them down. One last thing to ask. Could I get a wits stealth check from you? Cora, you didn't have a good recollection and you didn't react fast enough to where the cameras were. And so your face is on camera. You place the body down and move back into the hive. I assume you shift back into Krynos. Yes. As you saw how it goes if you stay in Hamid. Yes. As you head back down, you all reconvene about where the chemical drums, or you get back to the chemical drums, the rest of you get back to where the kinfolk are. As you start, as Louis goes, Do we want to wait for Korra to make sure that we're at full strength when we do this? Because it's going to be like lighting a beacon. Let's take care of the explosives. And then I was thinking Battle Mandela. And then we can start the ritual. Sounds good it's to me. some production. Yeah. All right. Who wants to start taking care of the bombs? Dexterity crafts or dexterity crafts or wits crafts, whichever is lower, difficulty eight or dexterity technology or wits technology, difficulty six, whichever is lower. I have so a dice pool of six. Same. For, okay. I for, have... for crafts, for crafts for you, Mark, and technology for you, William. Correct. Right? So, so mine's William diff six, would be, right? Yeah, yours would be diff six, and Mark's would be diff eight. Yeah. And oh, Dimitri. I was gonna, I was gonna say I do have a dice pool of seven with decks and crafts, but it's diff eight. Yeah. Please tell me that gives me something. Woo! Yeah, yeah buddy. Awesome. You were able to clip them. Very quickly, you actually go a lot faster than initially done, so there's very little thumb twiddling. As Cora, you start heading back. You get back to the junction as you see all the bodies lying there. As you pass them and start moving up, as you notice that your pack hasn't come back this far yet, would you like to continue up towards the inn? I think that... Does Krynos have a heightened sense of smell? It allows you to smell. I've spent years with these people. Can I sniff where they've gone? <laughs> sure can. Will Perception do. Alertness. Perception alertness. It's going to be diff eight simply because of all the chemical smells here. You get to like all the stones that were broken sniffing around that, but they don't seem to have gone any further as you turn around and start heading back to the area where the kin were. As you start moving through miles of tunnels. Meanwhile, with the rest of the group, Everyone's kind of sitting around. You notice that this place has none of the chemicals around the shacks about three feet out. After three feet, that's when it's drenched. As if it was a way to make the kin think that they were safe in this area. And it seems likely that the spirals did not tell them about the chemicals. They just let any who tried to escape be brought back broken. As the Red Talons pace back and forth, waiting, getting angry, as the third of the group goes, Who shall perform the rite? Who will cleanse this place? Who we, we will aid and we will fight. We will cleanse this place as if we were all a pack. He gives a growl. 
very well. We will follow your lead, then. As the Thurge looks you up and down, you see half of his body has been just burnt to shit. And he looks at you and there seems to be like an odd level of uh, respect in his eyes. All right, I have my role staged for Battle Mandala. I can just do it now. Um, yeah. As- All right, so there's three successes for Battle Mandala, and I spent awesome. the horses. Excellent. You guys finally see Korra heading back as you see her sniffing along the air in her Krynos form. Korra, over here. Spectacular. She'll join the group. As the Red Talons look you over, nod. Do we have all who we expect? We do. Then let us perform these ritu- this ritual. All right, so you've got Louis Earthwalker, Mark Guides the Fallen, uh, Blazing, uh, Blazing River, and yourself. So that gives you one bonus die on your roll for the Rite of Cleansing. Hold on to your butts. As you begin and you start to cleanse as the whole cave kind of rumbles for a sec and you hear this kind of bellowing shriek from all around as you continue your rite, as you dance and move, splashing the cleansing waters over what you plan to complete. You all complete the ritual before anything can get here, which is good. Before you hear a big... As the serpentine-like set, or the serpent-like hiss bellows through the area. Boom. Boom. As the area shakes and rattles, and you hear a deep, guttural, almost roar as a creature seems to bellow out. Who defiles my killing? It's the totem of the sept, or the hive, I should say, made manifest in the physical realm. Good call destroying those, uh, those runes. You see the head poke around as it looks like a giant rattlesnake as it opens its mouth filled with razor-sharp teeth, its long serpentine-like body wiggling behind it with long grim wings. How do you want to act? Wherever it dwells, wherever it breeds, let's go forward, comrades, there's the word. Right. Ooh. Cool. Indeed. So, roll initiative, please. Kyle, what are you doing this round? Uh, so, I am going to spend three rage, one to dodge, and then I'll attack, I'll claw three times, uh, but I am going to, I ain't I'm going last, so I'm hoping that someone will flank with me, also considering that everyone goes after the dragon. That seems like it shouldn't be too difficult. Sure. Makes sense. Dimitri? Uh, I was going to spend a rage to dodge, and then I wanted to activate the drums that we made before the attack. Um, okay. Uh, if you're yeah, activating I... a fetish, you cannot spend rage. Okay. Zeb? I'll spend two rage. Um, I will dodge once and claw attack twice and flank with Kyle. Blazing River is going to... They're going to use Name the Spirit so that they can inform you of... And spend a point of rage to dodge. And they're going to use Name the Spirit so that they can get 
all the target information of the spirit so that they can relay it to you guys so that you know how powerful the spirit is and what you need to do to avoid it. All right. Forest Whisper is going to use the gift Quicksand to make the dragon start sinking to try and put it on more difficult ground. Mark. Mark's gonna dodge and then he's gonna spend two points of rage to Clyde at, Clyde the Beast with Unicorn's Arsenal. Okay. All right. Louis is going to spend a point of rage to dodge and claw. Haunting Howl is going to use the gift. All right. So they're going to do Song of the Siren to try and make it so that the creature can't take actions for a certain number of turns. William. Uh, I'm going to... Dodge and then spend three points of rage. I'm going to try blinding, see if that works, and then two more claw attacks. Okay. Ragna is going to use Eyes of the Cobra to try and draw the green dragon to her, and it can, and if she succeeds succeeds, it can't do anything but be drawn to her when she her action get, goes off. Night Hunter, who has Razor Claws activated. Claws. Oh, so they also have Gnaw activated, so they're going to... Yeah, so they're going to just spend three points of rage to bite, claw, claw, dodge. Or, no, they're going to bite once and then use Spur Claws and then dodge. Aura. I want to activate Might of Thor. Okay. Cool. Steven is going to activate Burrow, actually, and spend a point of rage to move underground and attempt a surprise attack by jumping out and clawing from underground. So he's going to spend two points or three points of rage there because Burrow costs rage. The Green Dragon is going to, first off, lose three essence from Battle Mandala, spend another essence to activate the gift armor to increase his soak, which doesn't cost any, or doesn't require an action. And then he is going to split his damage pool between Ragna and Aura and use the attack Blast, so that's another essence, which means he doesn't have to do an attack roll, it automatically hits. So because he's splitting his damage pool in half, he's going to do 12 dice for Korra, which Korra, you can soak, but it is diff 8, so roll your soak. So you took two points of aggravated damage, and then two, ooh, Ragna takes three points of aggravated damage. All right, now it is Steven's turn with Burrow. Holy shit. Uh, Steven is able to dig 10 yards per turn as he just underground starts moving and he bursts up to attack the dragon. He's going to get a bonus die for, for that. And so his dexterity is five. His brawl is... Four, so that's nine, and he gets a specialty in dirty fighting. 
He also gets the three from the... Oh, he does. Um, You're right. So 12, D, 10. That's four rollover. Uh, no, it's five rollover because the 10 counts as two successes because he's fighting dirty. And so that's seven damage. And Nine plus the, eight is 17. Huh? Nine plus eight is 17. Oh, you're right. One extra die. <laughs> one more die. If this is a one, we will blame Sam. <laughs> Fair enough. It isn't. So eight. No, I'm kidding. Eight. Uh, I saw the result as one. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That's what my, what my reaction so, was. But I'm like, oh shit. All right. And so that's eight damage. And the green dragon is soaking. And he soaked. God damn! Son of a bitch. Armor's <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> Add your gnosis to soak. And they soak with their willpower. Oh god. <laughs> stupid. As Steven comes up, tries to strike, and just hits nothing, and the serpent's head looks down with a gleaming smile. Cora, might of Thor, please. So for one round after this, your strength I, is doubled. I uh, kind of want mulligan. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I kind of want to mulligan that. Make that mulligan roll. Yeah, because that's dumb. Like, come on. Oh, oh, Ooh. son of a bitch. Two <laughs> rounds. It's diff, it's diff eight, so it, it, it is a tough roll. Yeah. But your strength is now doubled. For two rounds. For two rounds, which I think that puts you at like 18 strength. In Krinos, so 20. 20, yeah. So you're doing okay. Yeah, <laughs> two doing rounds, okay. like. You're doing okay, you know. That's fine. So <laughs> that will start going down on the next round. So a bolt of lightning shoots through as there's a tiny hole at the top of the. The mine is a bolt of lightning, shoots down, strikes through, rips through, and strikes Korra as she is imbued with heroic strength. All right. Nightbiter is coming in for the bite attack. Four successes. But the green dragon gets to soak and soaks it. But claw attack. Oh, he's got three extra dice for the same thing. So he's got 15 dice to roll. It actually equates to the exact same damage because his strength is one less in Krinos. All right, five soaked. But Spur Claws, Green Dragon takes plus two difficulty. That's to soaking as well, right? No. Damn it. No, no, it is not. I tried. I, I tried. <laughs> All right. Ragna is going to activate Gift of the Cobra, and it is diff 10. You got this, Ragna. Because... The green dragon's got 12 willpower, so she needs to get three successes on diff 10 to make this work. Wow. Yeah. No. It's actually a botch. It is a botch. Uh, so she feels herself compelled to start walking up to the green dragon for one turn. All right, William. All right. If she succeeds, the enemy is blinded for one turn per success and loses two dice from their dice pool until they recover. Oh, okay. There we go. So... So they'll take a two die penalty. To soak Next too, round. right? No. Soak's on an action. Soak's an intrinsic part of the body. Damn, nice I'm try, trying, though. guys. I'm trying. So blinded. So make your attack, uh, your claw attacks now. If your soak is high enough, you don't feel compelled to dodge. Oh, that soak is beatable. Okay. And razor claws nets me 
Wow, I'm. It's damage, it? and then yeah. minus one, so it's canceled out. Okay, three roll over. It's still soaked. You're Damn two it. off. Okay, so let's do that again with one rollover. God damn it. No. All right. I tried, guys. As your claws start raking in and you just strike this kind of supernatural armor as your ar- your claws just skid off, sparks going everywhere. As you stand before it and the serpent's head turns from Steven and looks at you and you hear a cackle in the back of your mind as you just hear a hissing. Okay, Song of the Siren. Not enough, unfortunately. All right, next is Louis going in for his claw. He's got four, but he got nine successes on his damage. Not enough. As Louis does yell out, Perhaps we've overestimated our strength. Mark? Uh, I'd like to make a willpower roll to change my action. Okay. To two claw attacks, since I'm not dodging now. All right. Spend the willpower and roll. Willpower, diff eight. All right. right. You're able to do two claw claw attacks. All right. So claw attack number one. No. Mm. (laughs) Mm. Okay, so claw attack number two. Oh, I forgot the roll. Dang it. And soaks it. All right. As you're just going to town, Forest Whisper is using quicksand. All right, it's 30 yards underneath the green dragon, instantly turn into quicksand as the creature slumps down and gets sucked down as it becomes harder to move, allowing you to maneuver a bit better around it as it will not be able to move as quickly. All right. Name the spirit. It's enough, so Blazing River calls out that this creature has nearly over double the rage in Aru- a f- rank 5 Arun could hold. That its willpower is great and its gnosis is the greatest any Thurge could hope to achieve. And that the creature seems to have access to spiral gifts such as Balefire. Zeb. My action actually gets held for flanking to when uh, when Kyle goes, so Dimitri. Oh, right. Dimitri. Okie doke. We go ahead and roll Gnosis, and then it looks like it's a dexterity and performance roll after that. All right. It is activated. Ooh. And then from the description, it sounds like on a successful activation, everybody gets three rage. Awesome. You all gain three rage. Kyle, you and Zeb flank the dragon. You want to go first, uh, since you held? Ah, uh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. All right. Nice. As you strike... And the creature soaks. I, all right, two more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh, that's even better. That's not. <laughs> nope. Oh, this one could do it. It's the lowest it's rolled. Come on, Kyle. Jesus Christ. Would you like to use a mulligan on that? Yeah, I guess. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're going to do, like... It can't possibly be worse than that. Correct. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It can't possibly be worse than that. As it turns out, it All can of the, be. Do you, oh, do, can you change those ones? <laughs> I it can wouldn't change matter. one. 
do you want my mulligan? I, man, I. <laughs> if you want to spend it on this, feel free. <laughs> but nope, there's hesitation there. I'm not giving. I'm not giving a mulligan if you got hesitation. I, I mean, can't possibly I mean, be worse than one. Zero. <laughs> Negative. <laughs> Negative one. <laughs> With 19 <laughs> dice at div 6, I guess I could botch. You <laughs> <laughs> almost at 1. Oh, I mean, you yeah. might. No, I, hey, I still had like 7 successes, right? It's just <laughs> also 6 once. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. All right, Zebulon. Your attack rolls, please. It's all on oh, you, Zeb. Yeah, God help us. All right. It's not going to matter. This isn't going to damage him. It's all inspirational. Maybe he'll channel his inner Kyle. Well, I, no, no, he won't. That rollover puts me, yeah, it's not going to do anything, but whatever. Okay, so first one's soaked. Yeah, it's going to matter. Yeah, first one's soaked. Um, I'll try this again. What if he rolled all tens? Doesn't matter. Wouldn't matter. Uh, it's not like it's D&D &D where it's a critical success. Like, I'd be impressed. Yeah. Holy shit, Zeb, you've got a chance. You got this. You got oh, a chance. Come on. You got a chance. <laughs> you got a chance. Come you know, on, man. What are you going to do me like that? <laughs> it's all on. Zeb, Don't come on, up, buddy. <laughs> Get up, Rocky. Get up. Come on, buddy. <laughs> yeah. 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 As you yeah. strike. <laughs> As you strike, your claws shatter through the armor as your arm rips into the smooth scales that are still hard like iron as your claw rips in you get a good arm's length in down to the elbow as you rip out as you scream as black blood and green entrails splash upon your body and drip down your socket like corrupted tears. What's that? <laughs> we softened him up for you. God. <laughs> you have no idea how loud Sam just guffawed right now. <laughs> All right. So, Kyle, what are you doing this round? Salty run back. I'm going to do the exact same thing as before, but this time it's going to go great. All uh, right. So three claws, a dodge, and hopefully flanking with someone after me. Dimitri. I'll use distractions, and then I'll spend a rage to dodge. Okay. Cool. The same thing. I'll spend okay. uh, two rage for uh, dodge and two attacks, two claw attacks. Okay. Blazing River is going to use, knowing what he knows, he's going to risk it and activate the gift Spirit Drain and try and drain essence from the spirit to draw in willpower for himself. Forest Whisper, Mother's Touch on Ravna. Mark. I'm going to spend a point of gnosis and cast Spirit Snare upon the green dragon. Louis is going to just uh, do the same. Dodge and a claw. Haunting Howl is going to activate the gift Howl of Death and just give out a terrifying howl to do damage to the green dragon. All right. 
William? I would like to spend three points of rage to claw three times and dodge. All right. Ragnar is moving towards the green dragon. Night Hunter. He's going to use clench jaw. So he's going to bite twice and then do clench jaw on the fir- uh, on either bite so that he can make it super effective. Bite, clench, jaw, and then bite again. Cora? Dodge and three claws, please. Awesome. Steven, thinking about it, takes a deep breath and goes for broke, so to speak. He is going to use the gift Cornered Rat. He is going to spend a point of rage and roll his rage and increase his brawl even further and throw himself into a few of frenzy. And then he's going to spend while he's in his before he hits his frenzy three rage to claw three times. The dragon moving slowly, but still having some in front of him is going to attack Ragna, who is now in biting range. And so that's what he's going to do. So two rollover on Ragna, who's not dodging because her gift botched. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. All right. Ragna is rolling rage. She succeeds and heals two points of damage as she's grabbed, thrown around, whipped around, and thrown across the area as she smashes in. Her back breaks, her intestines spill out before they get taut and pull the body together as they stitch the body together and she goes into a frenzy. All right, even. He's got to roll rage, diff eight. Oof. So he just frenzies. No. Keegan, you can use one of your mulligans, right? No. Well, does someone want to give Steven their mulligan? Okay. I'll do it. So Steven goes into a frenzy. His brawl is now increased by an additional plus two, though, as he goes as full ape shit as possible. And if anyone tries to magically end this frenzy, uh, so does Steven's gift. Steven has five plus four is nine, plus three is 12, plus two. So 14 dice, and he's got razor claws activated. Nine rollover for eight damage as they max out and hit each other, or he hits Barely scratches, but not enough damage. Steven goes for his next roll. Six. He does one point of aggravated damage as he just frenzy, because he's in this quicksand too, because he burrowed up under the dragon. So he's splashing out, striking at the dragon as its body's pushing him down as he's trying desperately to breathe, struggle, and fight. And does one ag, the green dragon. And last roll. Green Dragon soaks. Okay. Cora, you do one point of aggravated damage as you slash across the face, leaving claw marks etched in the serpent like dragon. One, two, five, one, two, so that's 28. So you do five. Ah. So <clears throat> you run up, you grab, and you rake at. You Rake up its body, strike one of the wings, and the wings comes flying off in a spew of blood. Nine. You do seven points of ag. Nice. As while you're on the creature's back, you turn, grab the other wing, and yank it up as you see 
a second shoulder blade hanging and swinging off the wing as you slam it down. Nice. Now it is Night Hunter, so he's going to bite eight. So he now activates Clenched Jaw, which means that he is now successfully clenched on. So roll di- we'll roll damage. Oh, sorry. I just I want to understand what does Clenched Jaw get you? So every successive bite now he do he does is at diff three because he's oh. hanging on them, okay, and if shit, the dragon awesome. tries to remove him, he takes addition he takes additional damage half the Garu's strength and lethal. So they match successes, but now he gets his next attack that bumps up to thirteen successes on the attack roll. Nice. So he did six points of aggravated damage as his jaws are clenched around the serpent's throat as he bites bites thrashing and ripping for and he puts all of his hispo legs onto it before ripping back as the spirit's throat spills open maggots start screaming out falling as they seem to have the faces of humans as they beg it for mercy as they splatter onto the ground and the spirit's body dissolves leaving the physical realm and the creature's physical presence ends and it returns to its realm in slumber, at least for the foreseeable future as the totem of this place has been ended. Uh, Cora wants to use her Gaia's breath on Ragna. Are you sure? Didn't she? Oh wait, no, never mind. She frenzied, never mind. We're good. Well, she healed two points of damage, I... but Tyler? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to mother's touch her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Her, I bet her difficulty's not that high. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. Okay. Yeah, her difficulty is six. All right, easy enough. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> as Ragni heals three ag, as you hear Steven coming out of his frenzy, as he's splashing around in quicksand. Coral go over and try to pull him out. Well, Coral, you still have one, one round of Might of Thor, so you just go, alley-oop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> you you one armed it. <laughs> Come here, little buddy. Lindsay looks down at you. Cora. Cora. <laughs> I forgot that she's actually pretty small. <laughs> Correct. Cora kind of just laughs a little bit and gives him a pat. <laughs> Hold up. As this place has been cleansed and you've created something that could work, as some of the Garu start streaming in here. You see it Garu from elsewhere after a few minutes as you've kind of like collecting yourself selves. Oh, you guys didn't get too far, did you? Couldn't really get too far with uh, fighting the green dragon. Fought the what? We slew the totem. In its physical form at least. Good. Most of the army's been coming coming this way south, trying to head to the places we know. There's way more up north. We took several big casualties though. The main mine shaft entrance was guarded by about five first teams, about three to five each, all of them care packing silver as they just fired on us as we entered the mines. Lost a couple Garu. Similar to what happened to us. We encountered a first first team and and we ran into about two to three skull pigs as well. <sighs> Luckily yeah, we didn't suffer any casualties. Good. <sighs> We're gonna start making a push more into the deeper parts of the mine. Uh, I got some readings from, or I got a text from you about the first teams a couple minutes after. Uh, I, I tried to send you a text, it looks like it's still taking time, but uh, 
We got a real conundrum, and I have no idea how to deal with it. Out with it. There are humans here that aren't just kinfolk. What do you mean? Looks like the spirals have been gathering humans, um... Look like they're all the destitute trying to come to America for a better life, and the spirals bought them and brought them to their hives. So there's a bunch of humans who know werewolves exist. And as you hear, Night Hunter? Kill them then. It is a breach of the litany. Is there any way to remove their memories instead? We can use a partridge wing, but it will take a lot of time and we gotta get them out alive anyway. And we have to keep them in their horrendous conditions until we can get them out because we don't want anyone fleeing and then talking about how werewolves are real while this hive is still standing. Something for the mood after, I think. I think that's a bridge that could be burned after, definitely, yes. The worm doesn't smell as har harsh here. What'd you guys do? We cleansed this area, and that's when the green dragon came and we slew the physical form. <sighs> you see, I think I'm going to take a rest here then. As you see, like, massive scars and things like that, new scars, clearly freshly I think, created. I think we all should. As you guys rest for a bit and it's a new scene and all of the scene-long gifts have ended, but you all can now frenzy again and heal, do your heal frenzy. However, while you're doing this, Gaia's Inferno goes, We will charge on ahead. We're still fresh. As they leave you. Cora, I'm glad you made it back so quickly. That fight would have been much, much harder without you. I only made it back so quickly because I could only get one of the kinfolk out. What happened? The poison got to them. Uh, I had assumed that you had some plan, and that's why you took them that way. Did you forget? It didn't occur to me. They were the humans, and I just forged on. But I understand that I fucked up again. I got it. I don't even have the words. That's fine. I'm sure you'll come with, come up with some when time is more appropriate. If they exist. As you hear a howl down the way from the guy's inferno, actually, as they claim that a great warrior must have been through here. For so many worm spawn have been slaughtered in an impressive way to use their own poison against them. They will sing many praises to this warrior. So at least you got that, Sam. The red talons like you. <laughs> as you guys kind of have a few, like almost an hour of just collecting yourselves, things like that, as the battle is ready to be rejoined. I'm gonna start activating gifts then. Okay. Same. Yep. I will also activate. I'll go ahead and activate Lambent Sight again. Okay. After you guys activate your gifts, uh, you start to finally head out. You start making your way back through as the chemicals start to burn through your bodies again as you have that one point of lethal damage uh, that constantly regenerates and reforms. As you start moving back through you get back to the juncture that you once were at in from when you went. So going south, you'd head back to Stallion Steve's. And if you start heading east, you start going towards where the stones that you destroyed were. How would you like to proceed? East, I suppose, since we didn't go past the stones. As you move through, the area opens up into a massive cave with multiple things signing to the re green dragon that seem to be 
praising it. It looks like this is where the dragon was staying. You called it out of this area, which is good, as you notice all of the exits to this place contain those stones, meaning that if you faced it here, it would constantly recharge its essence. Ooh. There are three paths directly in front of you, two okay. that kind of branch out like in a Y shape, and then one a little further down to your right that goes off in its own direction. And then if you turn to your left, there is another pathway that leads that way, that leads out of this chamber. And then so the one to the- further to your right, there's another one that seems to go back and loop back to the room you were in. To the left, that would be my go. Three, we just pick pick one, and I think we press north. Okay, sounds good. As you start heading that direction, there's more stones st- that were funneling Gnosis or Essence into that room to feed the green dragon to keep it strong during the the fighting. Uh, who's in front? It can either be Cora or myself. Steven's probably in I was front say, as well. Yeah, Steven might be a good choice. Uh, okay. They're a, a rune, not bo- bone, all right? Yeah. Yeah, so they, they'd be a perfect up, up person up front. Cool. As several explosives go off, as <laughs> dirty bombs explode in the area and radioactivity fills this chamber. And Steven rolls soak. What have I done? I was going to say smart move, but wrong NPC! <laughs> <laughs> Steven takes two points of ag as the radioactivity clings to him as he's just scratching off some boils and things like that as some of his hair starts falling out. Fuck this place. That's what we're here to do. I think as quickly as we need to move, I think we also still need to keep an eye out for traps. As you hear, hello? Hello? Is anyone there? Do we have a good idea of what direction this voice is coming from? It's continuing on the path outside. So this, there's a large stone pillar. Those of you with Lambent Sight see it, and it's about maybe 400 to 500 yards away. Do not respond. Hello? (coughs) As Steven looks over at Kyle. We gotta check if there are at least people we can save. We will. But if there's a sniper at that end of that hall, I'm not dying to them. Let's move quietly well as quietly as we can so do you want to do a stealth check then kyle i don't think i've rolled that in (laughs) years at what difficulty uh it's pretty dark so i'll give you five and there's lots of like neat little nooks you can hide behind okay you start making your way slow it would have been diff four if you were in any form other than crino or hispo as you move through You see some lights powered by a generator. As you see people huddled, they seem to be migrants, migrant workers perhaps, all of them shaking huddled. They're covered in sores and things like that of strange blotchy diseases that you've never seen before. Uh, Could I get an intelligence medicine? And since no one else is pulling on it, you can pull on all three medicine dice from bear these diseases are nothing you can recall they don't seem natural either perhaps a supernatural origin it seems likely that these people were experimented on by the black spiral dancers to create new diseases or bring new diseases into the world via 
the Lord of Plagues from Malfice. Uh, I guess Kyle will hurry back. They're diseased with what looks to be some new plague that I've never seen before. They don't appear to be kin, and I don't know what kind of damage that could do if it got out. It, perhaps it's easy to cure, but perhaps we have to leave it alone right now. We can't let those people to the city, and we don't have the resources to properly treat them. I hate to say it. I think the, the best thing here is to either take them out now, or... No, just take them out. Just end their suffering, because if we can't take care of them now, then they're just gonna sit and fester. I don't want people to suffer. Especially if we can take take care of them now. We are not people right now, William. We're going to we're going to defeat the worm in this fucking place. We'll deal with the problem later. It's going to help to stay here right now, and you have to understand that suffering exists here, and that you're not going to be the cure all for it. We have to keep fighting the warriors that are here. This is distraction and fucking bait. I appreciate your compassion, brother. I do. We have to keep going. Fine. Speak some sweet whispers. We'll leave them here. You notice also behind their cages, Kyle, that it dead ends up there. Since this is a dead end, we should turn around. However, it may be in our best interest to leave a brief mark on the floor, an obvious one that just says disease and dead end, to prevent others from going down this path. As you write down the glyphs to get the nature or, or the nature of this place written, as you write the glyph of worm and you place it inside the glyph of disease, as you head back, back into the open chamber, as a few Garu seem to be moving out towards the rest area, you see Guts the Weak carrying two wounded Garu on her back as she looks over. You all, I heard there was a healing area here. Is that correct? That's right. Just over there. Very well. Thank you. Here, let me help you. Then Mark will go and take a Garu off her shoulders. She drops it on you and she gives you a look and then you continue on drop off the bodies so that they have time to recover she turns around and immediately starts running back how would you like to proceed there are two two paths you haven't gone down yet which way is guts the weak running she's going to the more northerly path so if you're looking down from the path that you came from it would be the first one on your left so we'll take the second one. All right. You take the second one as you walk in and you find what appears to be living quarters. As you see old kind of matted beds, things like that, that the spirals had been keeping on when you hear something further in, deeper into the chambers. And I get a perception alertness. Diff seven. Mark, you don't hear anything. Cora, Dimitri, William... You hear a guttural whisper, likely from a Krinos. You'll be dead if they find you. Go ahead and pull out my rifle. Okay. And see if I can take aim. You can, as you see the Krinos hanging over three smaller Krinos. Krinos that are about three to five feet tall. I'm going to continue to take aim and then whisper to... Kyle to be ready to dazzle the Krinos, depending on the the adult or the, the child, outcome, any of them that attack. If I can drop the the big one, then the three might go into a rage or into a frenzy. But if I don't drop the big one, then we have to dazzle that one. 
I don't. Can I see that far without Lambent Sight? Like, to dazzle at all? You'd have to get closer. Okay. It's just a precaution to see if they come back at us. Can we sure, see if there's I... an exit on the other side? Uh, you cannot. Okay. I mean, I can I can hold my action then with dazzle at the ready to see if if something comes running at us. I will dazzle it. All right. You took three aim actions, so add three dice to your roll. It's diff six. Okay. Uh, that would be. I'm gonna have to shift to my glabro. or your arms, arms yeah. Into... Yeah. Is it Glabro or Hamid that you said? Um, you could do shift into Hamid. Okay. It doesn't even matter because it doesn't change my dex roll. Yeah. Um. All right. Four rollover, eight damage, twelve. As the bullet goes through her, as she sh- turns around and growls and goes, "Run!" As she rushes you, I'll take another shot since it's okay. right yeah. there. But she no, get you there this turn. No. All right, she gets to make the rage roll. She succeeds. He is now close enough for Kyle to dazzle. Her willpower is six. She stops, and you guys take her the fuck out. Now we need to hurry up and get the other three children. Yep. Could I get whoever has the highest one? Perception investigation. At difficulty? We're going to go six. I would also like to say that I'm shifting back into Krynos. Sure. As you look through, you see them in a nook, trying to hide, growling, as they almost appear like a little Cerberus dog. All right. I'm going to activate persuasion. Okay. No. Alright, well, I'll still talk at them. Okay. Pups, we do not mean you any harm. You have not brought any of the evil in this place, tortured the people here. You have not killed hundreds, if not thousands. You are innocent, and you belong in a better place. Charisma expressions diff nine. They seem wary, but they are less violent, or immediately violent. What will you do with us? Asks one of them. In the immediate future, we would walk you from here to a place that we have sanctified for safety. Afterwards, eventually, you would be trained as proper Garugayan warriors to protect the world from places like this. They give you a quizzical look as it's very clear that what you're selling seems to be the exact opposite of everything they've ever been taught. This place, this darkness that you live in, it is not normal. You will leave this cave system and be under the sun and Luna. The people here, corrupt, fight to end the world. Regardless of what you were told, you will see the truth as you walk through this place. The rest of it. Then it was a lie that... that you... hate your medis? Some of the Gaiangaru do. You won't find them in this group. I won't lie to you about it. I can't promise that it would be an easy life. The life of any Garu isn't, but for Metis it is harder. But, Steven, do you want to talk to them? As he kneels down and just goes... They'll treat you like trash, sometimes. But, I can show you how to be good enough to where they'll respect you as a treasure. They come out of their outcropping, wary, ready to run at a moment's notice, but willing. And we will see what happens as the raid continues next time. Thank you to everyone who listened. We will catch you in that next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.